Welcome one and all to Umami Manga. I'm Petter and this is James. Hello! And today we're talking about Volume 4 of Jujutsu Kaisen. Just continuing on with the series. I have nothing really to say before we get into the character discussions. Uh, how about you? I'm so sorry. I'm sorry for these past three episodes. Oh, yes. Where my mic issues have just been really bad. I mean... Well, it's really only the, the, the most recent one. Really, yeah, really the most recent one where I <laughs> forgot to plug in my mic. Um, <laughs> but... In case I haven't mentioned before, I have moved to a different place. Therefore, my sound quality is probably not as good as it used to be, but Petter is an amazing editor, so I'm I'm sure he's made it sound very nice anyway. Um, <laughs> I hope so. So I probably do sound a, a little echoey compared to previous Umami Manga episodes, but uh, thank you for your patience, especially after the previous episode. Uh, that will not happen again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we learn from making mistakes, right? Uh, so I think from here on out, we'll be extra careful. <laughs> this will be the best Jujutsu Kaisen podcast ever, or at least... Or at least so far. <laughs> Let's... You never know what could happen. That that's so true. Uh, but yes, uh, with that all out of the way, let's dive into the characters. And, you know, I want to start with Jinpei Yoshino this week as well. To kind of honor this fallen character. Yeah, man. My gosh. Uh, it's kind of funny. Last time when we talked, or when I was speculating about what I thought, <laughs> you know, how his, his story arcs would go and whatnot, I was completely kind of hung up on him either becoming a villain or an ally. It didn't at all cross my mind that he would die, like, early on in the following book. And I think I said something like, we already have so many like interesting good guys, so we don't need more right now. I, I guess. Well, I guess I. I guess I got what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but not like this. Ugh. Yeah, this tragedy. I did not see it coming at all. It definitely came as a shock to me, and God, it made me sad. Because I really like this fellow. Plus, uh, just the fact that he had such like everything was going shit for him. Like right. his school life like teachers and students alike were mistreating him his mother passed away in the previous book and oh, everything was just hell and now he he dies after being transfigured and ugh, so so sad Ugh, i'm sad it really is yeah and it's so sudden too right because you get the moment with yuji realizing that junpei has been in conversation with Mahito, or he knows him, is like, you gotta get out of here. Yeah. And then Mahito says a few lines, and then he just messes up, messes his up with his soul. Like, yeah. It, it, yeah, that, that, that page flip is so jarring, or like just so unsettling. Oh. Yeah, there's, there's no final words, really. There's yeah. hardly any closure. I mean, we get a bit after the whole fight goes down, but that's it. Mm. He's gone. Junpei, that's it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh it, it's it's really sad. In the anime they tease Junpei like joining the academy or the school. Oh. Uh oh. kind of a similar way as one of the one of the uh beginning chapter Oh yeah, like where he, yeah, where for the what the if the what if chapter and like the first right, right. page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. They take it a step further and they they show him like in in the school, like with the activities, Aww. like chilling with the bros. And so you kind of think you kind of it makes you think, oh yeah, he'll join them eventually, right? Mm. 
No. Uh, yeah. Damn you, Mahito. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh. oh, man. Yeah, if you didn't hate that guy before this, then, yeah, you'll... Most people would probably hate him after. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. But, you know, despite only being in the story for, like, a volume or so, hmm. maybe, maybe you know, one and a half, his death was pretty impactful, I felt like. It really was. Yeah, I, I agree completely. And even though he's dead now, I I sort of hope that he can kind of remain relevant. I think uh, if he can, you know, become a, a motivator or, like, a motivation for Yuji moving forward, for example, I could see that being a thing and that we can remember him that way, perhaps. I just don't want it to be forgotten. And yeah. we did get this scene with like the the snobby school kid and the 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 dumb teacher guy mm -hmm. where they were talking about him and the teacher seems to have somehow well he he's trying to do better it seems like um and I don't know like I I sort of want to continue following them to some extent in the story moving forward as well, just to see if, for, well, for example, if the teacher actually will continue to try to do better, or if this is just like, mm. a, like a thing for now, and then he'll just go back to being kind of the, the bitch-ass that he used to be. Or, and also if the snobby boy will, you know, try to improve at all. Like, I, I don't know, I, I think that could be interesting. And maybe through them, if the story will linger on those at all, um, then maybe we we can learn a little more on about Junpei through them, potentially. Mm. But maybe that's wishful thinking or something. I don't know. We'll <laughs> we'll see. I guess. I mean, if yeah. if the if the two uh, club members that Yuji like the two friends of Yuji's that were in the first book, if 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 they are anything to go by, they may just be forgotten like they were. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're definitely not main players. Yeah. Um. I honestly have less of an issue with the teacher now. I mean, yes, I feel like he kind of turned a blind eye, but also just didn't understand whatsoever what was going on. Mm -hmm. um, and he, he was just stupid, like socially awkward in that way. Yeah. Um, I think it's just ironic that a, a teacher who's supposed to help students is just socially inept. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, that's what makes the character interesting. But I also like the fact... Or, or I like the fact that he seems like he's trying to take responsibility for his, I guess, inability to notice that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, but, I mean, in the end, will will he really be better? I don't know. Who can say? But, I mean, just what a, what a, what a punk thing to do by, by that bully guy to put cigarette butts on someone and give them scars like that. Like, what the mm. freak? Yeah, yeah. It's messed up. It gives you the right the the nerve yeah man gosh poor kid and so I, part, I think part of junpei's downfall was that he had no one to turn to no one that would listen to him besides his mom obviously but yeah sometimes you need more than just your parental figure for sure yeah and and yeah like yuji did appear but by that point it was probably too late like he was too far right. gone kind of at that point sadly well you know, I argue that he maybe he wasn't too far gone. I think if Mahito wasn't there, I, I think ah. maybe Yuji would have been able to bring him back or, you know, yeah. help him out. 
I think he was actually going to have a turnaround moment. Actually, and that's yes. what makes Bahito's yeah. actions at that moment just so devastating. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's why it's so infuriating because you can sense a change in 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 Jim Paper, like yeah. a good change. Like, yeah, he doesn't want this this death and destruction to happen. And yeah. and yeah, yeah, you're right. And I mean that that was literally the reason why Maito did what he did because he he noticed that Jinpei wasn't gonna or Jinpei wasn't willing to cooperate with him anymore. So that's why he did what he did with him. I assume. I think it could also be he was trying to force uh, Sukuna out, and he thought that doing oh yeah changing him would make Itadori use Sukuna's power. True. I don't know. No, but that that does make sense too. Um, it could have been a combination of the two. Um, yeah. But yes, yes. That's all I have on Junpei. Cool, then let's talk a bit about Yuji Itadori next. He's supposedly, I guess, rather uniquely able to harm Mahito with his attacks. Uh, yeah. Thanks to being able to s somehow see his soul, sort of. Uh, because he has two souls dwelling within him. Like, they didn't really go into detail there much. And we sort of only saw Mahito's, I guess, speculations about it. But, right. But it was, I guess, I mean, if, if we ever do get more depth on that, I, I, I think there's potential for some interesting, I guess, uh, lore things uh, to come from that. Because we don't know any other characters who can harm him, do we? Or at least, at least Nanami couldn't. I bet Gojo could, um, just because he's so True. OP. That's fair, <laughs> yeah. But I actually don't know who else can harm him or why exactly Itadori can harm him. Maybe it was explained, I just can't remember. So this is all genuine speculation. But I wonder if the kind of double hit that uh, Yuji has where he oh. punches physically and then he punches with the curse. You, you, know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. This kind of explained before. I wonder if that's what it is. Like, he punches the physical body of uh, Mahito, but then his secondary curse energy gets through straight to his soul because That's, it yeah. kind of like breaks like the shield and then gets past maybe right maybe? no i i could see that being like the actual i guess explanation because mahito's own like a speculation about it that, that i guess works as, as an explanation too although it's not very detailed was that yeah because the fact because of the fact that yuji has a second soul inside of him He's used, I guess, like, there was something about that makes it so that he's used to souls in some sense. And, huh. and that allowed him okay. to, to sense or see uh, Maito's soul and know how to, where to hit him or some, something like that. Mm. I thought, I think something along those lines, at least, was Maito's speculation okay. on it. But I sort of like, or, well, the explanation you gave, I think, sort of makes more sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know. It is a little confusing. Yeah. Maybe maybe what I'm saying is what Mahito is trying to understand. Maybe I I don't know. I mm, or maybe I'm right. just really off base there. Mm. I could be. <laughs> but either way, uh Itadori is able to hit him like that and mm. actually do a lot more damage um than just that. Yeah. In terms of well, I mean, it's not really Itadori's power, it's more so more so uh, Sukuna's power, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. His, Fair. His his presence um yeah. against a, a a person who messes with souls, I guess is a pretty good weapon. Mhm. Mm Definitely. 
And then uh, Gojo got Yuji to do the surprise return thing in front of his classmates, which was not at all successful. Uh, as well, maybe for Gojo uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a kick of it, kick out of it, I'm sure. But but even though even though Nobara and Megumi didn't respond, I guess positively exactly. <laughs> um, I still kind of liked their responses or their reactions because <laughs> I, I felt like those reactions from them sort of shows us really that both Nobara and Megumi genuinely care about Yuji. Like th those, those responses yeah. were responses that you would get from someone that genuinely cares about right. you and who is upset. Sure, they're upset at him for maybe, you know, not saying anything sooner and stuff like that. But that, I think that only points toward them caring. Absolutely. And it matches their characters so well. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they'd be the kind of person to go like, eh! and just, you know, <laughs> right. freak out um, like they're on some Japanese talk show. <laughs> yes. uh, but I think, yeah, it's, it's, it matches their character and um, shows that they do care. Mm. If I may, going back to mm. his fight with Mahito, he has to fight the transfigured humans. And Mahito thinks, oh, he won't be able to kill him. Right. But he does. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge step for him. Yeah. Um, mm. Maybe a step that he never expected he would have to take. But at, at that time, point in time, it was needed. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting when you compare it to other shonen protagonists where there is a, so much value in life that even if, it, if you do run into a character like this who used to be human but is horribly disfigured or wants to die, sometimes, I mean... It depends on the show, but mm. sometimes the main character just insists that he'll never do that and they find a different way or something like that. Yeah. But I respect that Yuji was able to overcome that feeling of regret and, and feeling of, I guess, horribleness of killing a, a person because in the end, like, there's no helping them. There's no saving them, at least from what they could tell. Mm. And this is letting them die and, and move on it's just the right thing to do so i respect yuji for making that choice it's a difficult one but i, I really i really like that growth yeah yeah i agree it, it was a big step something about sukuna we've kind of talked about this before but it's established strongly here that the only person that sukuna right now cares about not even really itadori mm. it's megumi like right he, it's his focus. And I really don't know who was saying that. Was it just a random narrator who came in and right. said that? Uh, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't quite completely sure either. Yeah, it, a tad bit confusing because I don't think Yuji himself would have realized that, you know? No, I mean, it may have been uh, Sukuna's thoughts, perhaps. Hmm. Maybe. But, but still, yeah, the fact that he still has that obsession quote-unquote for for megumi specifically is interesting it's odd like what what is he what is he seeing like he did i guess he was about to do something and then right yuji came in uh to say or to stop it but mm. like what exactly does he see in the boy i'm sure there's a lot of potential but yeah it's just strange that he's or, or the even the manga established that he's obsessed with the guy. Right. So. And it seems to be something really special. Like, otherwise, I don't think yeah. this, like, Sukuna, who is in and of himself very special, like, he mm -hmm. wouldn't care if, if 
if Megumi wasn't also like something very unique, I think. Yeah. So that's yeah. I mean, it's really hard to speculate on it at least for me right now, but it is super interesting for sure. Yeah. Uh a couple more things. So he's questioning his philosophy about what does it mean to die naturally? Because mm. uh, up until this point, he's like, I want to die a natural death. Like, I won't, I got to get stronger, so I can do that. But now he's like, well, what does that even mean? Right. He's just questioning that kind of stuff. I like the advice that Nanami gives him, you know, please don't die trying to reach that goal because you have so many people that need your help, that need, that need you to save them just like me. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Because I yeah. think that's, that, I mean, that, that's a great message in and of itself that, Sure, it's good to take care of other people, but you won't be able to do that unless you take care of yourself first. Like, right? You, yeah. Like that—that's something that I think can be taken from that. Indeed. Uh, and, th- and then, lastly, killing Mahito has become his new goal. It seems like, along with understanding exactly what it what it means to die naturally, which he mentioned, mm. his other goal is kill Mahito. Yeah. So nice, nice to have goals to work for. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's move on to Kento Nanami next. When he was captured in Mahito's domain expansion, we got this flashback of his past. Yeah, we did. Um, which was very, very good. I, I really appreciated that. Uh, and when I was reading through that the first time, I, I really got, I got this really strong feeling that this is a this is a death flag. He's gonna die here because I mean the situation was really bleak. Uh, like mm. when he was there in the domain expansion alone with with Mahito, and mm. um, so with that and 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 the fact that we got like well I, his life flashed before his eyes or whatever like it, it seemed like he was about to die and I was like fuck no no not 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 on me too. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so I'm so glad he didn't, but I, I do like how that, that scene as a whole, that, that entire scene at the school there, um, it subverted at least my expectations twice. First, when I thought Junpei would live, but he died. And then when I thought Nanami <laughs> would die, but he lived. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you win and you lose, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Subverting expectations. Mm, uh, absolutely. That's what I guess he's pretty good at. Yeah, really, really. But I, I think Nanami was definitely ready to die there. He, I think he felt yeah. satisfaction in life. Mm-hmm. Um, he had no regrets. <laughs> yeah. And then Yuji's like, not today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really like that backstory. It's so simple. Right. And yet, it just kind of highlights the, the, the little joys in life. Yeah. And please excuse me for the person I am. Hmm? But I... When I first saw this in the anime, I was like, I totally ship it. This is my number one OTP. <laughs> Bakery Girl and Nanami. Let's go. I shouldn't be surprised. You shouldn't be. I was really, I was like really enamored with that, that whole scene. I was like, okay. I like that. I want to go to Bakery, Bakery, Bakery myself. Like that, when I go back to Tokyo or wherever, wherever he was, I'm going to Bakery, Bakery, Bakery. Yes. I will find that place. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, no, but yeah, that was, that was, they, they definitely had some very sweet interactions, but, uh, there was, there was sparks were flying, man. I, I just, and it I'm wasn't just, sh- it wasn't just, mm-hmm. wasn't just, you know, nice customer service. No, no, sparks were flying. <laughs> At least from her end. I don't know if there were on his end. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's hard to say for, 
Nanami for sure. I just, <laughs> I really like when another person is a kind of a support or a saving grace for another person. Mm. That's what gets my like shipping gears <laughs> in motion in a way. Right. Um, but no, regardless of my stupidity, <laughs> uh, the that scene is really great, and I and I love mm. how just a simple thank you. Yeah. Really just made his day and he basically says i kind of gave a bit of meaning to my life Mm. Um, and even though he was that was not something he was really looking for so i like that you're right yeah now i absolutely agree it is it's simple yet so beautiful yeah and it's 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 hard i think to pull off those types of things in storytelling but it it really works here yeah but yeah um after being saved twice by Yuji in that battle with Maito, Nanami now um, recognizes Yuji as a Jujutsu sorcerer. So that was a nice little uh, that was cool development. Yeah, yeah. I think Nanami is becoming one of my favorite characters. I don't know if I have like a list of like favorites in in any orders exactly mm-hmm. right now, but Nanami is definitely one of one of my favorites at the moment. He's cool, man. Like mm-hmm. I love how he comes in in this volume, just in the nick of time yeah. to save the day, <laughs> yeah. and then. Him and Yuji going back and forth, just wailing at Mahito. Uh-huh. Oh, so good. It really is. I, <laughs> I, I, I really want to see I this in it. the anime now. <laughs> Dude, you got to watch it after we're done talking. like it, <laughs> Or after we're done um, discussing what, what's been covered in the anime. Like, yes. It is so good. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I definitely will. Last thing I have on Nanami is just this line, we all die differently. Right. And it's something that I didn't never really thought about. I mean, we're all different peoples. And yes, people die of old age or some sort of illness, but it's, it's all has its different nuances and whatnot. So true. To th- the concept of dying naturally is maybe not one that um, is as easy to uh, establish or pin down because we all do die differently. So yeah, it's exactly. something that I got my gears turning. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's thought-provoking. It's interesting. Yeah. Well then, let's talk about Megumi Fushiguro next. Okay. Well, really, the only thing I got is not exactly from him specifically, but it's something that mm-hmm. Noritoshi from the Kyoto School said that Megumi is a, a Zenin, right? So, like, the, I guess the Fushiguro family is like an offshoot of the Zenin family, or something like that. Was that the first time we had heard that, right? I yeah, or like... I didn't know anything about that before, at, at, at least. Yeah, and the way he said that made it seem like the Zenin family is something special. At least that's how I, mm-hmm. like the vibes I got from it. Yeah. Which is interesting because the two characters that we know of the Zenin family, like Maki and Mai, both are kind of lackluster in their sorcery abilities. And mm. in, in, in they're, you know, since they, they neither of them can use uh, cursed techniques and, uh, and Maki can't even use cursed energy. Or yeah, right, right. right. Um, so that was interesting that it somehow the Zenin family is supposedly special in some sense, despite all of that. But yeah, I, I I'm just curious about all of this right now. I'm very curious to learn more about the Zenin family. Yeah, I, I remember at this point in the anime, I would, I yeah, that was something I wanted to understand more because it felt mm-hmm. like it felt like that uh, Maki and Mai were just kind of failures in a way sort of um especially since monkey wants to kind of stick it to her family um, oh yeah that she can be uh, a sorcerer right i wonder if maybe 
if maybe like by some fluke only these two specifically are quote-unquote failures and like maybe the rest of the uh, family isn't like maybe uh-huh. it's something like that i don't know mm-hmm. um i guess that's a possibility but yeah <laughs> but then when did where does the fushiguro or fushiguro whatever it is right like, what is that playing onto this mm-hmm. like i i don't know <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I, uh, I I don't think I really can really say much until we get more on this. <laughs> yeah, I think Megumi is one of the more interesting backstory characters right now that we don't know a whole lot about, but we're getting like indications that there's something important, either from Sukuna or now that we understand he's a Zenin, I guess. Precisely. So, yeah. What does this all mean? Yeah. Hopefully so I wonder if there out. is a connection between him being a Zenin. And the fact that Sukuna has his eye on him. Um, oh. Like, if... I mean, because if the Zenin family is something special in and of themselves, or in and of itself, then maybe that could play, play a part, perhaps, in uh, Sukuna's interest in Megumi. Maybe. Maybe. Although, that also... How long has the family I, been around? There's that. That's a good question. That's a good question. And also, how would he know that Megumi is of the Zenin family, you know, <laughs> yeah. or a, like a descendant of that. Um, yeah. I took your blood test. <laughs> <laughs> right. I found you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot that remains to be seen there, but it's definitely intriguing. And I, I do like when stories do this, when they just they just drop very kind of just vague hints early on, then little by little we start to understand more. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's very good so far. I liked how he was able to tell Yuji or something was eating Yuji. Um, oh, yeah. I think they've become good enough friends that they can uh, tell something's up with the other one. And mm. and even Yuji. I mean, Yuji's a pretty friendly, uh, outgoing guy, but he's comfortable enough to share uh, with Megumi uh, exactly what was on his mind and everything like that. So, yeah. yeah it's good good friendship, even though they really haven't known each other too long true precisely uh but they have both been through kind of similar experiences now um like they've mm. both experienced the loss of someone like a friend like a friend uh, yeah. yeah um and yeah sure megumi got yuji back but still he did <laughs> he did grieve and you know um we're and yeah sadly we're we're most likely not getting junpei back but but still, yeah, I, I think having shared that experience, even though it's different, but still, I think it's something that maybe they can bond over or, or somehow at least understand each other better. Hmm. But shall we move on to Satoru Gojo next? Sure. So he's starting to suspect that there's someone at Jujutsu High who's working with the bad guys. He, at least he seems to trust Utahime enough to ask her to help him find this person and uh, i guess it would be funny if it if it was her all along but i i do trust gojo's judgments on people or i i want to <laughs> that would anyway. be funny if it was her. <laughs> uh, uh, but no like she's cool yeah, she's I, funny it would it would feel weird if she was ended up being a bad guy mm-hmm. but but anyway um it, it's it's interesting um and anything else on gojo you can cut this out if you want, but when he's when he's ex- explaining the the plan to Yuji about the surprise plan, he's like, mm. "Someone might even throw up," and I just yeah. I was like, "What?" 
Uh, I, I mean, obviously, global warming was funny too. But just, to throw <laughs> just throwing up yeah. out of excitement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> but I, I, I think that that plan was probably mostly to surprise the president of the Kyoto school. Actually, yeah. Or principal or whatever. Yeah, and just to kind of tease it. him in the way that Gojo likes to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. But should we move on to Yoshinobu Gakuganji then? Sure. At least a bit. Really, the only thing I wanted to mention here is just lift up the fact that this fucker ordered his students to kill Yuji during the Goodwill event. <laughs> during a Goodwill event. Come on. Uh, uh, oh, there's Goodwill. <laughs> after we kill Yuji. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I have a Goodwill to kill Yuji. Yeah. From his perspective, he means well. Like, I guess this is his way yeah. to... Or his... I guess the way that he sees is the best thing for the world or something, but... I mean, I, I think that's exactly what it is, but he's just a... A coward. Old, foolish old guy mm. who is just stuck up in traditions and won't listen to reason. True. So true. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, he, he's, he's becoming more and more scary. Definitely. Yeah. But... I guess there isn't much more on him, though. No. Then let's talk about Aoi Todo a bit. Oh, Todo. <laughs> he may be brutal, and he may be dense as fuck, but at least he didn't seem completely on board with the killing Yuji thing. I got morals and stuff, man. <laughs> and he needs to see his idol on the tv he's gonna watch it live and record yes. <laughs> it. don't underestimate don't underestimate me so like i wonder if like that was kind of the reason why he, i mean yeah that, that was the reason why he wanted to get this over with because he wanted to you know he didn't want to miss that show but so so like to me he was it was kind of hard to read him if if that was the only reason why he he didn't want to listen or if he was uh. also kind of like against the idea itself so to me, it's a bit hard to read him in that sense. Um, Fair. Like, it's possible that he doesn't care about about it, that he doesn't want to kill another person like that. That That's possible, but it's not necessarily the case, I guess, the way I see it. True. I got the impression that he didn't like the ganging up on one person mm. and you know, killing them, kind of, that, that whole thing. Ah, I could see that, uh, yeah. Like, maybe if they had asked him personally to do it, or if it was, if he had kill them in just a, a friendly competition, he probably wouldn't have minded, maybe? I don't know. It, it <laughs> It's hard to say. He's kind of nuts, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Dumb guys are perfect. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, that's what his idol says. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I bet he's happy about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, wow, that's me in real life. <laughs> She's talking to me. <laughs> yeah. But oh my, I thought it was so funny how this volume ended with him asking Yuji what type of girl he likes. Just the same way how volume 2 ended with him asking the, uh, the same thing to make me. <laughs> like, to end, like doing cliffhangers like that twice now. <laughs> For some reason, I just find that so funny. <laughs> uh, mm, mm. Uh, but yeah, he, yeah, it's interesting, I guess, to not really know where he stands exactly on this whole thing. Um, yeah. So I, I do find that intriguing. Anything else on him? No. Then uh, let's talk a bit about Kasumi Miwa. 
I was like, I, I expect last time how happy I, or how, how much I liked her despite the fairly small role that she had. She had a small role in this book as well, but um, it was cool to see that she, even though she doesn't say it out loud, is opposed to killing Yuji. Or she, at least that seems <laughs> yeah. to be the case with all the thinking that she does mm-hmm. in those scenes. Um, so yeah, she, she seems to be a, a solid, a solid person. Um, and I wonder, like, she was the only one I think that it was clear that who, who was clearly against that idea that the principal suggested. Um, mm-hmm. I I wonder if there's anyone else that also is I guess on her wavelength because there wasn't anyone else that we you know, I guess know for sure. But I don't know, man. She she seems like a good good one. Though. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She does, and she got her little souvenir from Kojo. Yeah, she her was collection very... is growing. <laughs> she was so happy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, for every fangirl, there's a hater. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I think the hater would be Utahime. Yes, Utahime Iori, and she, yeah, is student supervisor at uh, the Kyoto school, and she's semi grade one. So I guess she's like almost grade one. Jujutsu Sorcerer? I guess. Um, but her dynamic with Gojo is so funny. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a complicated history, apparently. I really want to know more about yeah. exactly why she's not liking the man. Like, is it just mm. his personality? Did he <laughs> stand her up? You know, just mm. forgot about a date they had? Like, I, I Maybe he's just too way too cocky for his own good. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's all of the above. Yeah, yeah. But I... <laughs> I like, yeah, I like their dynamic and, you know, it's kind of the tease Gojo is to her, but uh-huh. does that, does that mean I ship it? I, I, we just started folks. Like, I'm not that crazy. Come on. <laughs> not that crazy. But you just shit, you just shipped a bakery girl and, and freaking nut on me. Like, what do you mean you're not crazy? Hey, 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 hey. That sparks were flying. Like, boo- like it was. They made it as well as said, "I do right there." And gone on their honeymoon. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But uh, there's more to be developed here with this Utahime and Gojo thing, if there is anything we, to be developed. Not, I mean, I there, there, at least there's better chances of something happening. Uh, I, I disagree. Uh, you think? I'm just kidding. I don't, you don't no, disagree. No, no, no. You don't disagree. Of course, you don't disagree. Um, but uh, her, her dynamic with Gojo, it, I think there's. It, it's some somehow similar to Gojo's dynamic with Nanami. Oh, okay. But it's, I guess, a step further. Like, it's a bit more extreme. Uh, and a bit more, or at least to me, it's it's more entertaining to, 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 to watch. Even though I, I love Gojo's and Nanami's dynamic as well. I think <laughs> yeah. Gojo's, the, Gojo's dyna- dynamic with Utahime is it's a bit more funny. Um, and yeah, yeah, excited to see more of her in general. Like not 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 just necessarily with Gojo, but just in general. I want to no, see more just in general. Yeah, I want to see more about like I like I really like her design. This the scar on her face. Like I hope there's a cool story about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just really want to know know more about her. Mm. Um. But just really quick about Gojo. To be to be fair, I'm sure a lot of sorcerers have this kind of emotions about <laughs> Gojo. Like maybe they just don't. He just doesn't get along with other sorcerers maybe yeah no, i think you're i think that's definitely the case i mean based <laughs> off of everything we've seen is there any 
like adult character that actually yeah. gets along with him that we've seen. <laughs> I, I don't think so. May, maybe the what's her name the the doctor lady maybe. Oh yeah 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 oh yeah Sh- Shoko yeah. But hardly. Mm, right yeah like at least it wasn't bad but it wasn't necessarily good either like it was just kind of right, neutral right. it seemed. But no you're <laughs> yeah. right you're right. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the manager... No, no, not the manager. Well, what's his role? I can't remember his name either right now, but the guy with the glasses who doesn't really fight. Yeah, I can't remember uh, his name. But... He, he's just kind of scared of him, sort of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's not great either. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. I, it's funny, actually, because I, I read this book the other day, like, a, a few days ago, and uh, yesterday when I was browsing Twitter, I saw, uh, I, I thought, a beautiful piece of fan art of, of Utahime, um like just really per- perfect timing like just suddenly nice. just, so sort of out of the blue i just came across that piece of fan art of her that uh, was very nice so um it's funny like just good timing for me there maybe she's relevant in the in the story right now and in the manga <laughs> oh yeah i wonder yeah and i mean it's also possible i guess with these sorts of things when like w- whenever you learn a new word for example or you learn about a new character in, in my case here um it's possible you may have come across it before without know- uh... knowing about it but now that I actually knew the character after having read this book for my first time just a few days ago, I actually recognized her. Uh, so I guess that's possible. But but yeah, it was good to see, um, I guess, uh, uh, her from elsewhere beyond the, the manga here. Yeah. But is that all on her? Yes. Then uh, let's talk a bit about the new Kyoto high school characters. Um, there were three uh, specific ones. Momo Nishimiya... Uh, the witch girl or i guess she looked like a bit like a like a little witch to, at least i thought yeah uh, a third year student we don't really get much on her but she doesn't seem as bad as as, as some of the others so i guess there's uh, there's hope there that maybe she has similar thoughts as maybe she's decent as, yeah yeah maybe she's decent maybe she's similar to kazumi i guess we'll see but there isn't much really on her hmm that was Mechamaru Ultimate. <laughs> a robot? <laughs> like suddenly a talking panda doesn't feel so out of uh, out of place anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, also didn't really get much on that guy, but man. Yeah. That was funny. And as we mentioned briefly earlier, uh Noritoshi Kamo who seems Roughly about as bad as Mai, I guess. They seem to be at least on roughly the same level of of potential evilness. Yeah, I mean, I guess the vibe I get from them is just uncaring or, you know, do really do anything to get their mission done type of a thing. And right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Not the best, not the best image right now. For sure. And... Well, briefly, we got to see a Jujutsu sorcerer called uh, Takuma Ino, a grade 2 sorcerer who eagerly seems to want to raise his, his uh, grade there. Um, <laughs> but there wasn't much on it. He did get a character bio page. Uh, in the like. Did he really? He did, su- surprisingly. Wow. <laughs> like, immediately after that. like he, he appeared in one chapter, and in the like between chapter page there, he got a little bio thing there. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, I... Wonder how much we'll see of of him in the future. 
Um, maybe Akutami has big plans for him. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, Why character bio? Akutami did wish him good luck uh, in big, in like raising his his grade <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the end of the character bio there. Um, That's like God wishing you good luck. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He, G, G, thanks. He's blessed. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, not much really on him. Just wanted to mention him. Any other character you want to talk about? Yeah, uh, Mahito. Ah, yes. He's still alive, but uh, he would have beat Yuji if not for um, Sukuna stepping in um, like he did. Mm. But I thought it was such a creative way to end that fight, you know, with his soul manipulation, and then he just accidentally touches Sukuna's soul. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> you know, I, I, gave, I gave you... Uh, a chance and now uh-huh. you ruined it you're dead yeah or you know yeah get out of here <laughs> yeah in, in those in those instances you're kind of happy that Sukuna is there i guess right yeah yeah he's definitely like not the evil we're caring about right now you know what i mean like yeah it, it's mahito and that that group that we're kind of focused in on as the antagonists yep. but back to mahito he after taking a severe beating, he finally learns how to do his domain expansion. Um, that was that was a really creepy but cool moment. It was, yeah. Um, but it was also cool to see Yuji break into it and have that all go down as we as we explained. Yeah, yeah, really cool. You just see how certain techniques work in this world, and I, I think that was some good information to get. Yeah, definitely. And then when he's thinking in the onsen he or the the hot springs he's he was thinking like how she should kill uh itadori next um and not so much by physically means but spiritually how is he gonna kill him again mm. um which is very ominous and it's like yeah you're not, you're not gonna kill another one of his friends are you <laughs> yeah right yeah that is worrisome it does kind of make me think about the possibility of them showing up at some point during this uh, goodwill event uh, and just kind of ruining the stuff there however at this point i already feel like there's so much else going on there like i, I guess because i because I, I think i did speculate at some point before that they may show up and kind of crash the party or whatever um mm-hmm. as often happens in these sorts of things in shonen uh <laughs> stories yeah However, right now I sort of I'm actually leading toward them not doing that. I mean, because firstly, there's already a lot going on at the Goodwill event, mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff that can you know that that, that we can worry about uh, with the you know the Kyoto principal and you know having given that order to order to students, like that in of itself I think is going to cause enough drama that this arc can focus on. Mm-hmm. And secondly, there is the fact that Mahito, at least the way I understood it, he may need some more time to sort of regain his strength before he maybe can get back into action again. Yeah. And and if that's the case, then maybe he he'll, he'll have to wait until after that goodwill event is over. So right now, I'm going to say they will not interfere with the event. Okay, mm. got it. But they're going to be planning something at the very least. And, oh, absolutely, they will. Yeah, for sure. Uh, any other character? Geto, he's confident that the school has six Sukuna fingers, and he plans on stealing them. Yeah, or yeah, he at least suggested that, but 
Jogo was or didn't really think that was necessary. Oh, but then but but then Jogo's like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, did he? Oh, maybe maybe that's. And then and Ghetto says his plan is already underway. Oh, you're right. So I wonder. I mean, what yeah. that Plan is well. Wasn't wasn't that plan that he's making the school collect the fingers so that they don't have to do it themselves? I think that I think that was like part of the plan. Oh yeah, there may be more to it. Yeah. He says it's, it's underway. So that's like what what else is there to it? So anyway. Oh yeah. Just, yeah, you're right. Hmm. Just wonder what Ghetto is is thinking, and you know, him being kind of the prime primary, or he was the primary villain in the prequel. Mm-hmm. So like, what exactly is his role right now in this story, or you know, going forward? Is, is he like the main villain still, or? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. It, it's it's hard to say. Like, Ghetto is really an enigma. This in this point in his motivations and whatnot. Yeah. And it's also, I, I, I've also started to feel like it's kind of hard, I think, to, or at least for me, it's, it's hard to understand, I guess, the hierarchy w- within that evil yeah. band <laughs> right now. Because, I, I don't know, they all seem to be at sort of a similar level, more or less. Like, I don't know if there is a clear leader, really, among the group. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, yeah. And then my last thing is about Nobara. Yes. Nobara was very funny in this in this volume. I, I just want you know, she was. like thinking they're gonna go to Kyoto. It's like no, <laughs> goodwill event with Kyoto. Yeah. She's like, oh. oh, she was so excited too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess that is all of the characters. Yeah. Then moving into the final bit, and my predictions. Well, I guess I got two. Th- things mainly um okay the first one i guess is like well well really i I, well i I expect to see drama uh on the kyoto side of the of the competition now uh because we know that at least kasumi doesn't agree with the plan and Mm -hmm. there may be others as well that we don't know but there i i I expect to see some some drama or some some conflict uh within their team Potentially, like that. At least I, I would like to see something like that. I think that there could be some interesting stuff from that. And I guess at least maybe some of them are probably gonna try to at least go with the plan and to kill Yuji. Obviously, I don't expect them to be able to do it. Um, <laughs> and something that I think could be kind of interesting is that if they do try and if they do fail to kill Yuji, maybe the Kyoto principal will come in like, like. Oh man. <laughs> Kind of like Thanos, like, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> like, just kind of going rogue or something. Maybe that I, that would be scary as hell. But um, mm. I think that could be interesting. <laughs> and just something that came, came to mind for me. Yeah. And my, my, my second thing that I guess I could try to speculate a little bit on, although it's hard, I guess, but is about who, who, whoever that mole might be that Gojo is uh, trying to find. Oh. Uh, the Kyoto principle seems to be an obvious choice, maybe just because, or you think so, or, or maybe it's not an obvious choice, but it's it's a, he he's shady. He he's he hmm. he isn't cooperative cooperative, and with that, I guess perhaps like maybe he would take two drastic measures and side with the bad guys because maybe or actually 
Actually, no. The more I think about it, no, because he wants yeah. he wants something different from the bad what the bad bad guys want. So yeah, actually, scratch all that. He wants to kill Yuji immediately. The bad guys want to work with Yuji or work with right. Sukuna. So yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. That actually is it's not him. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I actually okay. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> who that mo might be. Maybe it's a character we haven't met yet. Yeah, I'm not sure. Right, right. It seems like there's still several characters to come, you know, that are part of the mm-hmm. circles here that we just haven't seen in the story yet. But I, I don't think I can really do much more speculation right now, or at least I haven't thought of anything else to speculate on. Fair enough. Who do you think is going to win this first match? Ooh, ooh. Or do you think are they are they not even going to get that far because they're too busy trying to kill Yuji? <laughs> right. Yeah. Although we do know that Mai seems to have her eyes set on her sister, and I guess Nobara as well. That's true. I'm gonna say uh, out of the th- out of the three outcomes, uh, like Kyoto wins, Tokyo wins, or nobody wins because some crazy shit goes down. I'm gonna go too with busy trying to kill Yuji. Right. I'm gonna go with the third option. Uh, okay. I, I, and like I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on on uh, the the Kyoto principle. Getting involved. As well. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that would be crazy and fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I know it's a, it's it's a kind of kind of a rogue theory, but it's um, something I, I think would be fun. <laughs> I mean, it could definitely happen. Right, it's possible. Mm. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's all I got there. Cool. I think the story is really uh, picking up in a lot of ways. I yeah. I think that the impact that Junpei's death had solidified this as. Uh, a story I wanted to be invested in that I was excited to know what happens next. Yeah, um, I agree. And, and the whole Mahito fight was amazing. Um, I'm not just talking about the anime, but you know, even in the manga, it's it's mm. it's very well done. It really is. And yeah, like I, I'm just impressed with how the story is going and and uh, the characters that we're getting. Mm. There's not a whole lot of depth right now to some of them, uh, to a lot of them, I guess. Mm. But it does feel like he's setting up some interesting plot points to dive into at some point. Right. Exactly. I I totally agree that there. Yeah, a lot of the characters really are sort of shallow, or in terms of how much we actually know of them. But right, it's not terrible. Mm. But no, yeah. no, no. It, it's definitely not. Like I'm still really enjoying these characters yeah. uh, for what they are. But all things considered, I mean, we're only four volumes in. We couldn't really have too much on all of them. Um, but you're right about there being these little hints for a lot of them, like Nobara, Megumi, Nanami, to an extent Gojo as well. Um, Maki. Yes, Maki and um, and Yuji, of course. Like there, there's a lot of hints to various things that I I can't wait to you know get more on, and I'm sure we will, or we would better <laughs> eventually. <laughs> um, and I think once we do get there for each of these respective characters, they will feel far more fleshed out and far more uh well like real people kind of i think there's yeah great great potential for a lot of them yeah but if that's all let's go and advertise our discord server once again (laughs) i know let's do this properly yeah i know last time you were a little like after we realized the recording was uh not great you were a little disappointed (laughs) in the fact by the fact that we gave a little shout out to our discord server so let's do it again with 
good <laughs> audio this time. We have a Discord server, link in the video description on YouTube, and there's also a link on uh, the podcast platforms. I think you can find it there too. Uh, it's an open Discord server where all of our listeners can join us and talk about manga, anime, and really whatever else we want to discuss in there. Mm-hmm. And it's been growing steadily, and it's still a pretty small community, but it's a, I think it's a lovely little place. And really, it's such a nice... Like, the people there were, like are so nice, and like there hasn't... Like, I, I know, like, a lot of communities, a lot of servers, uh, even small ones sometimes, uh, you know, there, there can be hostility or, in some sense, like, not great atmospheres there. Uh-huh. But I really feel like our, like our, our Umami Manga Discord server is such a nice place and everyone is so respectful and nice. And um, I just, um, yeah, it's, I, I, I want to promote it because peop- I think people will continue to get along there. And it's just a great place to hang out. Absolutely. And it was just recently I shared my my profile account and on my anime list, and so I was able to get a lot of interaction that way. And yeah, it was just it was just a good time just to talk about the things we've watched, the things that we like or dislike, and but like have a respectable discussion. So I encourage anybody who's listening who hasn't joined a Discord yet to do so, and not you don't necessarily have to uh, <laughs> discuss your favorite things or you know get in debate with anybody, but. <laughs> Um, it's just more fun to just uh, hear other opinions or really get excited about certain things. We obviously cover a lot of manga on Umami Manga, so I'm sure your tastes will be taken care of in some way. <laughs> Absolutely. So, with that all said, if you enjoy our content, you can follow us on Twitter at Umami Manga, and it would be lovely if you'd like to support us by either rating our show on the podcast platforms or subscribing to our channel, Umami Manga, on YouTube. If you like this episode, please share it with anyone you think might enjoy it too. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time when we'll talk about Volume 5. Bye-bye. See you later. One of one of the uh, actually yeah one of the mm, or well I threw that over <laughs> what was I on.